Welcome back to Round Guy Radio. We're uh, wrapping up an exciting night of the second week two of high school football. We got Andy Kretzinger of the Southeast Iowa Union, and he was live at the Round Guy Game of the Week, which was Singerney Kyoto at Mid Prairie, and it did not disappoint. Round Guy uh, of the Game of the Week lived up to his billing this week, didn't it? Yeah, I did, and it was, uh, you know, I kind of figured, it was, you know, it was kind of one of those games where you know what, what the billing is, that they're both going to run it a lot, and it's going to be hard nose and probably pretty low scoring and close, and that's exactly what we got, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, uh, what was the final score of 23-20? <laughs> yeah, 23-20 Mid-Prairie. Man. But uh, uh, Sigourney in the second half really did play well, didn't they? Yeah, you know, I thought, I thought it was, it was kind of funny, I was talking to, uh, Jeff uh, Yoder at the Kelowna News, and um, there was a lot of run plays that went for zero, one, and two yards, and then every once in a while there would be one that kind of broke out. And uh, that Bruns kid for uh, for Sigourney Kyoto, number twenty one, he he was a huge difference maker there in the second half. He was able to to battle through some tackles and and you know <laughs> get some big gains. But uh, the big difference in the game, and sorry, my voice is going out, but. The difference is the game in the game is they both they both ran the ball like they're you know they're supposed to and Brayton Hartley did a great job for Mid Prairie and um, you know Clara Han did a great job for um, Sigourney Kyoto but Mid Prairie was able to complete the big passes when they need to uh, there was uh, what a seventy something yard touchdown to Kane Brown uh, talked to him after the game uh, he, he was great and he had a big field goal there that was the difference maker um, and then right at the end of the first half uh, to Gingrich. Uh, fourth and four, I think, from the five or so. The time was running out. That was you, you once they scored there. That was a huge swing with how low scoring it was. So I've um, got to give props to Colin Miller when he needed to make a play. You know, as much as they run the ball, he was able to. Of course, a lot of that was on play action, and and so uh, and uh, the Kane Brown. There was a little bit of a blown coverage down the sideline, right down the Sigourney Kota sideline, actually. And uh, so Mid Prairie took advantage, and, and uh, they weren't taking advantage early because. Sigourney Kyoto got the breaks early. Mid Prairie fumbled the opening kickoff, and Sigourney Kyoto was up six thousand before we could blink. But as the game went by, you know, Mid Prairie started started uh, lessening their mistakes, and Sigourney Kyoto just had a, a couple uh, couple of off plays. Well, this was a physical matchup, wasn't it? I mean, these guys were hitting for four quarters. <laughs> yeah, it was. And um, and I, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm coughing, but I like those kind of games where you know it's it's hard nosed football and it's hard hitting and and uh, up the middle running and and that's what both teams do you know uh, neither team are uh, <coughs> neither team is going to go out and sling the ball a bunch you know <laughs> and so um, even with you know receivers like brown you know who, who can burn you and when you can run the ball like mid prairie it was running then having that speed or receiver really helps but uh, it was uh, it was a really good uh, it was a really good, you know, outcome and a really good uh, performance for for both run games, as we figured, and and both defenses played pretty good, and and it was uh, the kind of game that I, I kind of like to see, and it went fast, so I get to listen to other games on the radio on the way back. Yeah, um, well, Mid Prairie is off to a good start here with a couple uh, a couple hard fought victories. Uh, they got the first uh, uh, they they came for the first uh, home game today, I think, and. Uh, mm-hmm. Looked like a great big crowd and looked like everybody was ready for some mid-grade football. The, looked like the Sigourney team was there in full force. And uh, yeah. 
Sigourney really uh, really came back and really uh, established themselves again. Uh, you know, I know that they're taking a tough zero and two start, but this this was a much better game than they played against Durant, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. And I, you know, I talked to Coach Jensen after the game, and you know, he was disappointed and said, you know, it's it's really not Sigourney Kyoto to football to make the kind of mistakes they did, but. They had, I think, three guys back on the offense, three guys back on the defense from last year. So it takes a while. I mean, it's only the second game of the season, and no matter how much you practice, you know, if you didn't get as many varsity reps last year, and and, uh, SK does run a a different kind of offense that's a lot of footwork and handing off, and you're supposed to block this guy and doing this. And um, they had a couple of of fumbles, a fumbled snap, and and just kind of a couple of misplays that, are very much early season uh, misplays. Well, uh, do, do you got any statistics or anything of the game? I don't. I know that Harley um, pretty much had every uh, rushing yard in the first half for, for Mid-Prairie. They, they were able to pound him in there. One thing I can say on the Mid-Prairie side is, I mean, it's rare. <laughs> dang, dang, I'm coughing a lot, but it's rare that um, you can play two games so close early in the season. Uh, and and win them both. So that's got to do a lot for the comments. They're going to Regina next week. Uh, so it, if they can knock off Regina, that's a pretty darn good uh, start to the year. Okay. Well, uh, I, I've got a couple other scores. I'm looking at a, a final score. Wapolo beat Louisa County 60-21. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, let me see what the final score of that Columbus game was. That was uh, uh, – 55 to nothing or something like that. Yeah, uh, yeah, um, Columbus rolls in that one. Now what's what's going on there in Washington? You, your, your buddy Hunter's over there. Yeah, yeah, Hunter's down there. It's actually, it's, so it's in Mount Pleasant, and um, it was a lot like the, the Mount Pleasant-Fairfield game last week where Fairfield scored 20 points in the ooh, in the blink of an eye, and then the stats were pretty even other than other than that, and that time Washington uh, ooh, uh, wow. scored 20, 26 early. They got the the turnovers that Washington kind of gets, and they've got the big run plays. Uh, Mount, Mount Pleasant was just marching down. It was, you know, it's a four-score game, but um, they recovered an onside kick, and, and we were about to score a touchdown, and Washington had a, a big pick in the uh, right next to the end zone and ran it back uh, pretty far. So the Demons just kind of seemed to get those big plays. Same thing with last year in Burlington. So it just kind of seems like it's Washington football. They, they get a lot of those big plays, and the difference-making plays usually go their way. Well, what about what does this win do for them? I, um, this this will be big because again it's two local teams that they've beaten two four A teams. I mean Washington's a high three A and and Mount Mount Pleasant Burlington are kind of low four A's, but that's big going into the. They have a pretty tough district with Solon, Grinnell's good, Fairfield's going to be good, um, and so they they should probably have some a lot of close games in the district. And now they know how, they know that they can win close games, and they didn't have a bunch of returners this year. You know Patterson's back and. Um, Stewart's back in the backfield, but um, they had a lot of new kids too, so they're learning to win, and that's a good thing early on. Well, it looks like Mount Vernon's beaten uh, Solon. Uh, Mount, Mount Vernon's beaten Solon? Well, that's the score I'm seeing here with uh, wow. 10 to uh, ten to 7. I, I don't know, maybe. A, but uh, yeah, Well, that could be true. I don't know. You know, I do the, I do the, the rankings with the Gazette. And it's tough to figure out how good teams are until maybe two or three weeks because, you know, like Durant beat Sigourney Kyoto and you didn't know, and, you know, Mid Prairie won and Sigourney Kyoto lost, but you didn't know how good the teams that they beat and lost to were. So 
Um, that's interesting. Solon was pretty high up in the rankings, and so uh, that might knock him off. But I think that district la- last year was Solon, Grinnell, Big Space, and everybody else. Um, I might be missing one team in there, but this year there will be a lot of competitive games in uh, 3A, District 6, or whatever Fairfield and uh, Washington are in. Well, I've got a final score on Pekin's game. Uh, Al Burnett took them down 35 to nothing. But, uh, oh, like, did you uh, – r- r- uh, Al Burnett won? Yes. 30, yeah. <laughs> Albert, that's tough. That's a tough one. You know, Pekin got a big win last week, but, you know, you got to remember that Pekin's a, a team that struggled a lot last year, so you usually aren't going to rattle off two wins, and that's a tough task. It's like a Highland playing East Buchanan last week. It's just uh, early season, and when you, you're coming off a tough season, those are some pretty big hills to climb. So, uh, but, you know, Pekin's a, a Class A school. They'll, they'll, win. they'll probably win a couple more in the district. Lone Tree, 49, English Valley, 24. That's a final. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, you had a, a, a Fairfield and a Tumwa, uh battle down to a, a real classic uh, 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 battle. And Atumwa did what they did to Oskaloosa and came back and scored uh, late in that game with a minute and a half left or something. And uh, Fairfield marched the ball down but was unable to score. And uh, I believe that was uh, 22-16. Although uh, it did look like Fairfield was going to win that game because uh, of a safety that they scored early early in the game. I think it was like 2 nothing at the half. But uh, Fairfield wore out at the end. Uh, looked like Hunter Shakini got hurt too in that game. So... Uh, that's pretty similar to what Atumwa did to Oskaloosa last week. It's about the, you know, it was almost uh, following the exact same pattern there. Yeah. Uh, so. Did you get a score on Cardinal? Didn't they have a pretty good game? Uh. No, um, it was, oh man, a Central Lee was up, but it was pretty close at halftime. I'm trying to think of what the score was. Um, that was, yeah, Cardinal and Central Lee, right? I got that one right, yeah. Uh, so, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, uh, I, I remember centrally being up a half. I bet that one's still going. Well, that one was a seven o'clock start, so maybe that one is finished up. But um, I'm trying to think of who would have that. Scott Jackson at the Atumwa might have that on Twitter. Um, I know he was at Fairfield at Atumwa, but he might have that retweeted by now. So it looks like Mount Vernon was winning 17 to seven with three minutes and 30 seconds left in the fourth quarter. So someone might so- go down this week. Yeah, well, that's and that's good news for Fairfield and Washington because. You don't want Solon to – I mean, Mount Vernon is really good too, but you don't want to have a super team in your district that's just killing everyone. Yeah, you want to have a little confidence. So um, that that's good that maybe hopefully Solon's not as, as dominant, you know, as they usually are. There is no score in from Winfield, Mount Union, Iowa Valley yet. Uh, Scott – I was looking at Scotty's Twitter. Scott, Scott, he's tweeting up a storm on the Friday nights. Uh, Waco, yeah. did, you, did you see what happened there with Waco? No, I was going to ask you for Waco and New London. I mean, I assume that Waco probably scored a bunch of points, right? Well, yeah, Waco really, I mean, geez. I mean, Simeon Reichenbach didn't even play much in that game, and they still. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, what, did they score, like 70? I don't know. It was 55 to 14 or something last I checked. And, yeah. Uh, 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 yeah there's gonna be a lot they scored that 14 points long. late against the third team, I think. Yeah. What about New London? Do you know what happened there? I don't have any scores on New London. Uh, you know how it is. It's all hit and miss and patchwork. And, uh, you know, I got some Iowa City scores early. But, uh, yeah. yeah, I think Davis County uh, held on. I, I believe it was 26 to 14. Davis County kind of 
they were ahead uh, 20 to 14. And uh, yeah. they Van Buren really made a lot of drives in that last end of the game there. But uh -huh. uh, um, it did look like Davis County held on. Davis County looked pretty good today. Um, yeah. You know, Davis County's been pretty good. And that little battle, I don't know if it's, it's kind of a rivalry. They're, they're next door neighbors. Davis County has the last few years has won by, you know, 2025. I thought, I thought maybe this year would be the year they got him because uh, that Van Buren could get him because they got a lot of good seniors, Manning and Worth. And, and um, so I, I thought that maybe they could get him tonight, but um, that, I still think that Van Buren is going to be one of those teams, Van Buren and like Columbus, those are the kind of teams that they're probably going to be up this year from, from last year, just based on how many kids return and, and they have a lot of talent that, that's coming back. So, yeah, it's uh, it's crazy. Things are, are, are going down. Looks like a little more action here, an onside kick or something in that Mount Vernon uh, game. Not really. Uh, I don't know. I, I can't hardly keep up with everything. But uh, man, do you do you got any you got any other scores or any other other games that I'm forgetting about? Or no, I know I know Washington was up like. Uh, by like 26 and Mount Pleasant uh, through that interception. That was kind of the backbreaker. I think it was about eight minutes left in that one. I'm just said I was listening on the, the radio. I did um, listen a little bit to, uh, I did listen a little bit on the radio to Oskaloosa. Uh, they were playing Knoxville. I think they're just winning eight to six or something early in that game. Uh, Linville Sully uh, demolished uh, North Mahaska. But uh, this Linville yeah. always seems like a team to reckon with. Or are you voting for them in the polls? Because they they seem yeah. to be rated too. Yeah, they're 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 definitely high up in my rankings. Did you say um, you said Oskaloosa was up on Knoxville? Uh, that's what I, I heard early. You know, it was a little. Well, I think that Fairfield plays Knoxville maybe next week or the week after. They they play them early because they played them for homecoming last year. So that's good. You know, Fairfield's played. Uh, a common opponent with with uh, with Oskaloosa uh, with a tumble. So you've got to think Fairfield's about Oscaloosa Oscaloosa Indian strength. score so, football. So you, <laughs> yeah, so you think Fairfield will be favored in that one then? But yeah, I don't uh, I don't see the score here. I see where they lost a no update on this score either. I I I didn't get it. But hey, we got some stuff. You know, yeah. <laughs> is there anything uh, anything else you want to talk about, or maybe go back to this Mid Prairie Sigourney uh, Kyoto game? No, I, I would just say that uh, you know, it's some teams. Uh, you know, some teams are hot to start the year. Uh, you know, Mid Prairie two and zero with a couple of close ones, and, and Columbus two and zero with a couple of blowouts, and, and Waco. You know, you, we're kind of kind of starting to figure out our, our power teams in the area. So, um, although <laughs> Mid Prairie's got a tough road ahead, Iowa City Regina. They have a tough district too, so um, it's good to see. We'll we'll see how it kind of shapes up, and hopefully we'll have four or five of these teams in the playoffs. And I'll tell you what, personally, when teams start winning, I hope they keep winning because uh, there's a big difference for me between driving to Columbus or Wayland for a playoff game and driving wherever they play if they were a one or two loss team and had the lower seat. So yeah, it should, off you of the be, teams you that are driving to Audubon or something like that, you know? Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, well, you have to remember. Back to those eight-man teams, uh, Waco got a host last year um, because of alphabetical order, right? So that means that this year it should be frontwards alphabetical order, if I am correct, which means that, if, you know, whoever is undefeated, if Waco or Winfield's undefeated at the end of the year and they play a team 
basically anybody because they're double years. Well, they won't, uh, they won't both speaking. be undefeated at the end of the year because they play each other. Yeah, yeah, they won't both be, but one of them will. So just thinking ahead to, you know, someone's probably going to have a big road trip coming up. All I know is this Waco team is so good, it's scary, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, they're really good. I'd hate um, to line up against them, would you? What was that? I said I'd hate to line up against Waco. They're just so good yeah. in every aspect of the game. Well, I mean, hey, man, you're, you're a lot of the times you're, you're lining up against spread teams and stuff, and Waco just runs it down. I mean, you got an eight-man you have to tackle individually a lot, and Waco's got kids that run you over it, and they got big offensive lines, so not as big as last year. Well, still pretty darn big, but, uh, yeah, that's that's our, you know, on power ranking our union teams as far as do I think is going to go the, <laughs> the furthest. Waco, probably number one, and Winfield, number two, I, I would say. Boy, they are both just so good and so strong and, and almost unbeatable either way. But you never know. One of these other teams might knock them, you know, might show up and and uh, they might not be ready or something. But, uh, yeah. but boy, there, there, there's a lot of talent on both of those squads. That's going to be a, an amazing game. Yeah, and, you know, if Lone Tree played that well today, you know, they've had a pretty good eight-man team the last few years. And, and I know that New London – you know, had some kids that were injured to play as much, and I think they might have been putting in a new offense this, this week. So, um, New London's got a ton of talent, too. You know, I mean, New London beat Winfield by like 70 points last year, and a lot of the same kids are back for both teams. So, you can't count New London in that either, uh, especially well, when the district starts. Is Blaze Porter playing again? Who is it? Blaze Porter. Uh, I, so, I know that he played because he was on the box score. I just, I don't, I don't feel that he. You know, played. I don't, I don't think he got as many carries as he would have. You know, in a completely healthy game last year. So we'll see against Tri County what they do. Um, they got a lot of speedy kids, so I, I haven't seen them yet. But but we'll see. Uh, you know, and I, I honestly, I think just looking at the other eight man teams in the district, that might be the Henry County teams might be your top three. You could throw a lone tree up there, um, Iowa Valley. But um, but I think that talent wise, New London might be the big. Stumbling block, and I think that New London might play. I think they play Winfield and Winfield back to back, if I remember correctly, and that might be coming up real soon. That might be next week, actually. Yeah, it's just the season's uh, going by in a breakneck speed. Uh, you hear anything about Minneapolis and Meepo Bulldog score, or do you remember? No, no I, I should because Meepo's really good. But uh, who did they play tonight? I don't even remember. Oh. I, I knew at one point, but I, I mean, Minneapolis is really, really good there. They're sneaking up. I don't think they made our rankings, but they were in the others receiving votes, I think. So they're pretty darn good. I think they're the one with that kicker that's so good. Yeah, and they have some, uh, that Glendening kid who is a really good wrestler for New London goes there. Although I'm not sure if he's been at, he's eligible to play, but um, who's that super stuff they have? A uh, real big kid. Meepo's just got a lot of, Meepo's got a lot of talent. This will be up here for Meepo for sure. Well, I guess we'll cut it off here. Uh, if we sure. didn't get your if we didn't get your scores out tonight, we'll get them. We'll get it all sorted out for you in the morning. But uh, it's getting kind of late, and both of us got to go to bed. So uh, yeah, that's true. Uh, another super exciting night of, of high school football. Uh, I, I was not disappointed. Were you? No, it was fun. I, I I've, I've been to two two uh, two. Okay, close game. Not, not, not any, uh, I haven't been to any uh, running clocks yet, so it was really, really good one. All right. 
Well, this is Round Guy Radio and uh, Southeast Iowa Union's Andy Kretzinger. Before I let you go, uh, uh, what are we going to see in the Southeast Union uh, uh, Monday with all these scores and stuff? Yeah, for sure. Monday we'll have obviously all the football, um, which is game. You have game stories from Sigourney Kyoto and Mid Prairie and, and Washington Mount Pleasant and Fairfield Tumwa, and then a big roundup for the other ones. Um, and then we'll have a little bit of volleyball because there are there's some some volleyball that happens on Thursday that we can't get into Monday. Um, New London, by the way, knocked off Holy Trinity in volleyball. Holy Trinity started the season number one, so that'll be in there probably Monday or Tuesday. Monday and Tuesday will be uh, everything from the weekend. You know, Iowa Wesley is going to play at the evil Missouri Baptist tomorrow night. So, uh, my old uh, rival. <laughs> Not the Hannibal or Green Side of football team, but. Um, so, uh, we'll have a lot of football, a lot of volleyball on um, Monday and Tuesday, and then we'll have some conference volleyball Tuesday night. <laughs> and the show, uh, Southeast Iowa Union Sports Talk Live, Wednesdays, 2 o'clock. If I saw the voice on Wednesday, that is. And uh, we'll recap it all there, too. Yeah, I'm going to put a plug in for that Southeast Iowa Live on Wednesdays, too, Facebook Live. Uh, it's a great show. I've seen the first two episodes, and they're, they're kind of tweaking it a little bit, making it a little better each time, uh, yeah. getting a little more confidence, but uh, they put out some great information. And if you're looking for a little – if you're listening to this, you are looking for a little high school information, a little edge, a little – a little, you know, good, uh, him and Hunter are doing a great job, so – Thanks for being with us, uh, and uh, I'll keep putting out the scores, and you guys keep listening.